Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, Tennis with an Accent. This is Saqib Ali hosting the show and we are less than what, uh, eight days away from Roland Garros 2021. It seemed like we were there, what, seven, eight months ago, again, during the pandemic and uh, these unusual times. This is what is what it is. And now we have French Open played, you know, in a record eight month span. But hopefully things will get back to normal and we'll have more tennis. At least that's uh, that's how the window looks like. And today I have uh, a return to the show by former French Open champion Andres Gomez, who's back home in Ecuador. Uh, he was in the U.S. last week. We were trying to get him on the show. But finally, it's uh, 8 a.m. here Eastern time. Andres is having his coffee. I'm having my chai. Uh, welcome to the show, Andres. Uh, good morning, Sakib. Um, uh, how are you? Uh, yes, uh, another French comes along, and it seems, uh, it seems to be strange that it's uh, only uh, seven to eight months uh, later. Uh, but uh, we, we need to have tournaments. We need to have the big tournaments in order to to get the the, the players going, and also get the calendar to to start running as uh, as it was running before. Um, you know, with a complete and full uh, schedule. Yeah. So I think that that'll be the central topic of the conversation today. And then we'll, if time allows, we'll take dive into some some comparisons with your era, and maybe we'll even do a fun list. You know, of uh, who are the five or six greatest clay court players according to you. Okay. Let's start. Let's start with Rafael Nadal. Right. This is his time of the year. It's amazing. This guy won 16 years ago. And, uh, you know, and even the other two members of the big three, they keep defying age and logic. And guys as dominant as Sampras and Becker and, you know, Lendl, they never played past their 33rd, 34th birthday. And in Becker and Sampras' case, they were retired by 31. And now these guys are rewriting history books almost every time they get on the court. So the crux of the situ- uh, conversation is Nadal and Roland Garros. Again, we all know how amazing he is. Who are the players, according to you, who can go toe-to-toe with him and maybe challenge him or maybe even beat him? You know, what names come to mind? Djokovic has to be one, but I'll let you decide what's your list looking like of uh, challenges to Rafael Nadal or co-favorites, if you want to say it. Uh, it's, this is going to be a different year. Uh, it's already been different for him in... Uh, uh, I mean, um, he hasn't. He he's won. Uh, he's won a couple of tournaments, uh, but he has not been as uh, commanding as he's been in the in, in previous years. Probably this is the first time where he's losing or playing uh, two, three, uh, uh, three setter matches in during the same week uh, in a two out of three tournament and. And for a moment, it looked like a, like a, the uh, physical toll was taking a was taking a big part of the game, and uh, uh, so the draw is going to be a, a huge uh, uh, needed for him in his quest for a uh, title at Roland Garros. Uh, there's going to be plenty of players. Uh, uh, we have, I don't know, three next generations already gone by, and uh, you know, and, and, and one at least uh, next generation, three or four is gonna, you know, gonna take his uh, his game or his maturity, their maturity up to their to their level, and 
and maybe it's not going to take one of those players to beat him, but it's going to take maybe uh, two or three to to do the to do the um, the the job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're you're right. Again, uh, it's so hard because Novak Djokovic is still in the equation, and you're and you're absolutely right. If someone, a player A from the next gen, does somehow miraculously beat Nadal, that does not guarantee the title because then you have to beat Djokovic and maybe some other talented players. Uh, and let let me narrow the list down. I think the list is similar for everyone. Uh, Stefano Tsitsipas has made a lot of ground. So uh, where do you see you know his improvements? A lot of people that I talk to who know their tennis believe the way he plays his tennis, the way he returns and how he lands sometime in the back foot on his backhand is more suited to clay. Even though, you know, with a single hand, a lot of people mm-hmm. think he will win on grass. But right now, clay seems to be his best surface. So have you paid attention to his rise and progress? What part of his game has improved? Where do you see he can make the most, uh, he can pose the biggest challenge to Nadal uh, alongside Djokovic? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's he's one of one of the of the um, players that won, can win the, the tournament. Tsipas um, uh, uh, he's improved uh, tremendously in the last uh, in the last year during the pandemic, and uh, his game, all his game, is is gotten better. Uh, I don't know how much better he's had that, and uh, and, and that's uh, emotionally. Um, it's the part of the game where uh, where where some of these uh, players uh, you know have their problems. Um, uh, how 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 is he going to handle the the um, the pressure of, of you know of being named by almost everyone to be uh, the one to uh, to win the tournament? Look what happens to uh, to Dominic Thiem after he won the uh, U.S. Open. Um, uh, he hasn't played up to, 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 to the level, of, at least the level of the name of the tournament. And, uh, uh, and he's been losing matches on, 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 on the play and the season that uh, uh, last year or the year before, uh, he didn't. So uh, uh, now he doesn't have the pressure, maybe he can unleash it in, uh, at, the, at the tournament. Um, Tsitsipas uh, is a, it's a, you know, it's a great, great player with all the tools to win in any surface. But uh, again, I think uh, let's see how his head and the pressure of, uh, you know, uh, of trying to uh, to win the, the tournament is going to hold up to him. Uh, we've seen what what he's done for uh, for uh, Esberet. Uh, he's win the tournament. He's got his. Uh, uh, master mill uh, tournaments under his belt, but uh, uh, he he hasn't been able to go, you know, through the the two weeks and finally, you know, lift the trophies in the finals. Uh, maybe uh, he's maturing to that. I don't I, I don't I don't think so. I think he's in the other in the other hand from City, but I think he's got uh, he's he's need to improve more on on his volleys. And uh, his serve uh, needs to be more reliable in the, the big points. And um, uh, those are two names that uh, won events during the, uh, during the clay court season. And, uh, you know, those are probably the first two that come right up to, uh, to, to, to the head of the uh, favorites to win the event. Sure. 
And you mentioned Dominic Team, and it's pretty open secret that he even gave an interview, I think, to an Austrian magazine maybe a few weeks ago, where he said winning the US Open took a huge emotional toll and then combine it with the pandemic bubbles, he lost motivation. And it's clear when you see him lose to, again, Cameron Norrie is playing great, but when you see him lose to Cameron Norrie in straight sets and then blow up a lead against uh, Lorenzo Sanego in, in Rome, you know it's not the same Dominic Team. Now, the big question is, can he rediscover that form? So being a former player, I'm sure you have gone through uh, maybe something similar when, you know, we, because we don't know what's going on in a player's personal life. And we only see the match on TV or match from the stands. And so, oh, this guy was good. What happened? So you think Dominic team, is there a switch? He can just turn it on in seven, eight days in uh, Roland Garros and make it the quarterfinal at least? You think it's that easy? Because he's... You know, how is... We always talked about the switch of being turned off and on. I don't think it's, you know it's a, you 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 need to leave it turned on to play that. I think he's got it on, uh, and he needs to figure out what he needs to do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the situation with no people in the matches, you know, it's a, it, it could be a problem for some players. Uh, uh, you know, the feeling of having. No one in the in the stadiums uh, uh, is tough. And actually, I, I don't know if I, this was uh, last year when, I, when when we talked last time. I, I said, or I said it all along that uh, I'm really surprised to see the kind of matches that that we watch during the pandemic. Uh, it's been unbelievable to, to see these guys perform. Uh, and not only in tennis. I mean, I've, I've been watching uh, basketball. I've been watching uh, football, uh, and it's all the same. You know, it don't matter whether it's people in there or not. Some is, they're going to take it a little different. Um, uh, and, and again, it's you know, it's part of the game. Use the the, the, the head. Um, and at this point, uh, Tim's head uh, seems to be uh, down. And um, if a tournament like uh, the French Open doesn't, you know. Bring good memories. Uh, 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 it's going to be hard for him to, uh, to 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 get up because then he will have the uh, the uh, the grass court season, which is not his best, and uh, and then get a, get again into the hard course. So he's got a. He's, this is a big tournament for him if he wants to uh, if he wants to jump back into the you know into the names uh, to. Um, be uh, uh, leading the, the 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 pack for uh, for the for the next uh, generation of players. Again, uh, another question I'm going to ask. I don't know how players see it, but you know, fans and media, we always you know use the word pressure, and there's pressure is part of expectation that someone is supposed to be a higher seed or a favorite. So, Dominic Team knows the kind of tennis he's played. He hasn't really looked like himself. He's been open about it. Now, Sitsipas according to many, is the third favorite behind Nadal and Djokovic. And even Zverev has won a title in Madrid. So you think that if you are a Dominic team, again, it's a hypothetical question because you're, you're not, but if you are a player of that caliber like Dominic team, you think it eases off the pressure because you know, okay, I'm really not expected to win. I don't expect to win. Maybe that will relax a player going into French Open. Does that mean anything? Uh, well, uh, uh, problem is that... Um... You know, 30 years ago, we we could be saying scenes and and not everyone will notice. Now everyone does. Um, you know, 
no matter how how, how small this said you know the following that, that you have if if you have the chance to to get a you know a small piece of interview with a, a player like Tim or Sitsipas and uh, and they start opening it up their you know their soul to the to, to the world you know it's it's not good you know you know that's why sometimes Nadal or, or Federer or Djokovic uh, talk differently. They, they they don't talk much about their games. They don't talk much about uh, how they're playing. They just talk about how how they you know dealing with their situations. And and even you know if if you uh, listen to a uh, uh, almost forty years old player, you know it's, it's talking about you know uh, enjoying the game, going back, getting back, uh, knowing that he's not he's not going to win uh, the French. But he's going to get in shape for Wimbledon, um, and uh, with a with a goal on his mind. Obviously, that is easy or easier to um, to to for 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 the general public to say, oh yeah, he can say that because he's he's won 20 Grand Slams and he's got I don't know how much money in the bank and it's it's like the greatest player you know ever you know and that applies for uh, all the big three. But that's how they deal with the with their with their situations. Um, you know, opening up in a different way. You know, they're more positive. Uh, Tim's, uh, you know, letting everybody knows that he's down. And um, for example, last year you wanted to play him. You, you you're going to play him in uh, the first or second round of the French. And um, you you knew that uh, that he was in top shape. Uh, uh, and, and, and top condition, and you, you, you're expecting a, a big match, and you know that you had to win the first set in order to stay in the match. And uh, and, and now it's kind of like, oh, you know, you know I, I, if I'm drawing in, in the first and second round, you know, it's it's not, it's not such a bad draw anymore. Um, and uh, and and you cannot allow players to know how you feel. You may show it. To, to the players because uh, you know you scouting, you watching, you watching practice, you 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 through the years you learn how to read properly. Uh, you know how the players compose on the, on the court, and uh, you know just one small scene that is different, and uh, and you notice it, and uh, and, and that's what uh, what uh, makes the the better players and the bigger players different from the others. They they tend to. To, to to learn from uh, from the, the you know from those watching they can be ready and, and, and know where to attack and, and and where their weakness can be and if you start telling part of your weakness uh, before the event it's, it's not going to be good in the other hand you know that the pass goes the other way and it's like a, it's like a, a, you know you know talking to a to, to a bunch of friends and letting them know what he's going to do in the tour and and and, and they need they, well, especially Sipas is very young. Kim is already uh, uh, dealing with uh, being a Grand Slam champion, and uh, you know, and before everybody was saying that he was going to win six, seven, or eight, uh, you know, now he gets the one, and and and, and he feels the the pressure, you know, of getting there and uh, and, and 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 going to tournaments with uh, with uh, the level of a U.S. Open champion. Wow, a uh, lot of uh, lot of detail, a lot of input there, and and I, I think you're absolutely right. 
you know, because the tour is different than other sports because, you know, like I think one, I think some player, I think Guga said, you know, like all the players are like colleagues too because you practice with each other. So team's problem right now is an open secret and you're absolutely right. A uh, lot of players don't mind playing him in the first or second round. They will like their chances. And, and, and it's a funny thing, Andres, I was even watching his matches. I didn't watch all his matches. I also see the energy is missing. He's not even grunting like, you know, how he used to with the big forehand and the ground strokes. There's something missing. Again, maybe I'm over-reading into it and I'm only, you know, a fan who has a microphone. But uh, I think a lot of interesting details there. So, but, uh, but, 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 but that's, but that's, that's exactly the, the, the point, you know. Um, being an individual sport, you know, uh, my reading is different from your reading, and, uh, and 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 being a professional, no matter you know, because the guys are gonna have a chance to play him, and they and they probably see him some of the scenes that you see and some of the scenes that I've seen. Plus, they see him, you know, directly. They can see him in the locker room. They can see him on uh, on the players' lounge. Uh, they can see him around. They, you know, some of them see him probably at the same hotel um, uh, they notice and 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 you feed on that uh, it's different from uh, team sports where uh, you know you're playing a, a, a you know a Copa Libertadores or a, or a European champions uh, match and you go to the stadium and, and the stadium is closed. You're not allowed to see the practice. You're not allowed to see, you know, that uh, the player in, uh, is it's, uh, the number 10 is, 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 is you know, is limping or, or is being put aside, resting. And, and you don't see those things. In tennis, is that, that, that's such a scene. And, you know, some players do. They pick a guy, they call, they call you up and say, hey, listen, you want to practice? And they take you. To, uh, to, a, to a private area and uh, in a private uh, court and, and they practice there because they don't want to be seen. And, uh, and, and, and I know for a fact that, uh, you know, even some guys make you sign things to practice with them, like I'm talking about the guys like Federer or Nadal or, 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 um, or Djokovic, that, that, you know, that you need to be quiet. You cannot talk too much about what you did in the practice. Uh, with with them and uh, and those things, you know, that, that that that's the privacy of the players that you know that, mm. that don't even want to see you practicing. And then you go into microphones and open it up at about how far, how about you feeling and how much pressure you're feeling about, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 you, you should be um, uh, re- relieved that uh, you know that they keep saying that you're gonna win. A- Slam and you know and you you know and, and you kind of like uh, uh, people say well because it's Nadal is there you know you, you're gonna have it tough and once Nadal leaves you know he's gonna you're gonna win three four five because because that, that that's also the 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 the, the, the fans the general public the people that go watch and follow tennis they they feel that the next guy that is gonna come is gonna get 14 Grand Slam and that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. You you know the, 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 what has happened here with these three guys in the in in this almost 16 20 years uh, um, it's just uh, uncommon and it's not gonna you know 
the next 20 years where you're going to have, uh, you know, 80 slams be playing, uh, you're probably going to have, at least you're going to have between 15 and 20 uh, uh, new Grand Slam champions. That, that's my, that's my, my, my feeling. And then it's not like you're going to come and, and then you're going to take bowlers or or Becker with eight tournaments are gonna get more, are gonna get more credit. Well, eight tournaments in really in in three slams. Orlando, um, because they didn't play much an uh, uh, Australian Open in those days, uh, but they're gonna get more credit for it. It's not it's, it's not gonna be easy to 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 just get to to beat Sampras's record uh, uh, of uh, fourteen on yeah fourteen. Yeah, and you're gonna see. It. Then, then you're gonna appreciate him a lot more, and and and, and know how, how much difficult, how, how much what what it took to Federer to win the uh, uh, Roland Garros, uh, and 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 saying this, uh, why guys like Connors or McEnroe or uh, uh, or Edberg or Becker uh, never never won that tournament, and uh, and. and, and Learn a little more about uh, that is something else besides one, one guy winning fourteen. Sorry, thirteen. Yeah, uh, no, you never know. Four, four, fourteen is fourteen is around the corner. You never know. <laughs> no, again, again, so much uh, output from you right there. So let me ask you one thing again. It's a digression. I didn't plan to go to your era right away. I will, but uh, there's a question. So you're saying about the contracts, you know, like or whatever the nature is between the secrecy of Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, because you know. If someone practiced with it, no information shouldn't go out. Uh, was the same level of uh, secrecy present when in your era when uh, a young junior or someone was practicing with Lendl? I think Lendl made this culture popular, McEnroe or Becker. Did you hear these stories uh, or has tennis changed in terms of superstardom, what well, uh, we live in today? Well, technology, you know, it's, uh, you know now you have, a core, you, you have a camera in every court. You know something that it was uh, in in the in the mid mid eighties uh, uh, even even a little late eighty two eighty three I think it was the first time I saw you know I walked into the into the locker room at the French and I saw cameras in you know in, in all sixteen courts that they were playing and actually you could see you could see uh, you could see players playing. Uh, or practicing before the matches, and uh, you could see players uh, playing doubles. Uh, and, and, and now every everyone's got a small device in their hands, and uh, and, uh, and you see tons and tons of uh, uh, you know of uh, information. Uh, it's it's difficult to hide, uh, but again, you know, uh, you seldom see. Uh, a full, I don't know, two-hour practice of uh, Rafael Nadal in, in for for two weeks in a row in his off time. In his off time, you see him at the yacht, the middle of the ocean. Uh, that that's the information that he's sending. You know, I'm not doing anything. I'm just relaxing. And then I don't know who knows. Maybe he's got a he's got a clay core underneath the <laughs> underneath the boat, and he's he's doing. <laughs> He's 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 hitting the wall there for uh, you know for two hours a day, so he doesn't lose all that uh, all that. Uh, you feel like uh, like he's uh, relaxing, and 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 that happens. Um, um, 
back in uh, when when I lived in Florida and I and I practiced, um, uh, we had a, a small group of players, um, and, you know, like six, eight players, uh, where we had uh, one one top junior. At one time we had Jaime Isagao, another time we had Nicolas Pereira. Uh, then we had a, a you know a very you know top 30 to 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 60 uh, players players like Ramesh Krishnan or Jimmy Brown or uh, Bruno Oresar and then you had a couple of guys in the top 100 like Raul Vivera and then we had a bunch of guys that were playing college or were going to go to college and and you can you could work out with them and you could practice with them you know you're not into the competition of winning and losing during the practice you played you did play a lot of sets and you you know and that was and that was, and, and that was uh, perfect and, and i know this more resources economically they can bring you know two three guys and like i know Federer brings him into uh dubai where he lives and, and he needs to bring players he cannot just stay by himself and and and, and but how he does it you know how many how many hours a day he plays in a match or you know working hard or, or outside the court you you, you see that they're they're they got their routines and, uh, and, uh, and, and the routines are seen by everyone uh, because they do it at the locker room, they do it at the gym, at the, at the clubs. And before we didn't have, we didn't have uh, anything at the clubs, we, we had the courts. So uh, it's, it's, it's a big difference. You know? And around the corner, even inside the locker room, you had a guy with a, with a, with a telephone and he's uh, uh, secretly filming what you have. That could not have been done before because uh, a Betamax camera or a BH camera had a, had a, you know, and it was a big, you don't hide those. Absolutely. So let me ask one more question from your era, comparing since we are talking about Dominic team. Uh, some people on Twitter compare it to John McEnroe's sabbatical, but John McEnroe's sabbatical was like what, six, seven months. Team only took like seven weeks off. So when McEnroe came back, do you think the tour uh, saw some signs of, maybe change that he's not the same dominant player, of course, which he was not. So you think that gives players uh, a more belief, okay, I can, I can get him now, you know, because it's a professional man-to-man sport. It's not a team sport where if you're struggling, your teammates can cover for you or, you know, someone else will play, but it's tennis. It's, you know, you win, you go to next round, you lose, you're out. With, with Mark and Ro, and with Bilander, because Belander uh, uh, took a, 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 a sabbatical, uh, the the players didn't know that. And the first one to do that was Borg, and and Borg just took. A, 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 I mean, sorry, uh, Borg didn't took, didn't take it uh, a sabbatical. He just retired, and uh, and I and. And I always, um, you know, when I've seen, not always, but I, you know, I, I ask him a couple of times, you know, why, why, not, not why you retire, but why you stop and never come back. I mean, he was only 26. Um, uh, he didn't enjoy, okay. And, and then he made a return like four or five years later. That was way too much. He came back with a small racket and uh, well, we know the story. With Mark and Roe, I think his game, um, was uh, 
taking the technology that 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 we had at the time, he took it to the to the. It was impossible to go beyond that. Uh, the serve and volley game was, uh, you know, awesome. The medium the medium size racket uh, improved uh, his uh, his volleys, improved his serve, but uh, but not his ground stroke. Then 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 power tennis really came in and 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 and, uh, and it was hard for him to you know to to battle you know guys even the same same age as him like like Lendl or uh, or like uh, you know a little younger like uh, like uh, like a Becker or, or somebody like that I mean John is only a, a year older than sorry I'm a year older than than, than him uh, he last won his Grand Slam in 84 and then I won one in six years later. So it's not a matter of whether, you know, age was a, was a, a factor there. I think he took in, in different interests. And when he took a time off, he really took time off. And, uh, and uh, when he came back, he, he came back to a, to a different game. He came back to a more powerful game. Uh, he came back to a game where, uh, you know, uh, uh, Connors was still using the uh, the the the, uh, the T two thousand, uh, and, and then he made a change, and and, and he really scored part of his game, but but uh, but but the power game really came came on, and, and that was difficult for for um, for them, especially in in in, in slams. Um, same thing with Lendl. When was the last time uh, Lendl won a, won a Grand Slam? It was like eight, 86. I mean, from the guys or our generation, like Lendl, Noah, McEnroe, Gilbert, Mayo, that was the last one to, to, win, a, to win a Slam. And at, at the oldest, and they, they didn't. Yeah, you and, Lendl won, you and Lendl won your last Slams, I think, in 90. Lendl won Australia, you won Roland Garros, and then... I think uh, Edberg won a couple, and then Becker, who's the younger generation, won in '96. But yeah, I think yeah, but uh, Becker and Be- yeah, Becker and Becker and Edberg are like five years old. Yeah, which uh, right now, right now, don't don't feel like a, like a huge guy. But when you're you know 26 and they're 20, 21, it's a, it's a big difference. Uh, but uh, but uh, I, I, I think as articles are fine. Actually, when when I retire. Uh, when I when when I won the French, um, just to just to relate it to 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 team, um, I rushed too much. I wanted to play too much, I, I, and 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 I wasn't ready emotionally to 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 come back. And uh, and I should have you know disappeared for a couple of months and and come back in the summer. Um, in, in those in those years. Not playing, uh, you know, one of the, you know, either U.S. Open, French, or uh, or Wimbledon wasn't well seen, and um, and uh, I just felt pressure of playing at Wimbledon. I, I did a terrible. Day. My my month after uh, uh, Roland Garros, it was already a sabbatical. I was already doing things that I never did before. I was seeing people that I, you know, I, I, I knew were there, but I, but I had to see, him. Uh, and that was important. People that could not say no, I, I shouldn't. But I, but I, right then, I needed to to have more time to to let this think think uh, uh, coming into me. Uh, I was thirty. Um, I went to especially the French. 
with a, with a lot of hopes of winning the tournament, better hopes than, than the ones I had in, in 90. So, and, and I always felt, not, if not the pressure, people telling me, well, you, you, you should have won at least one already. And, uh, and, and, and I knew I'd had the chance to win it. And, uh, and, and that pressure, you know, it was relieved when, uh, when, uh, when I won the tournament. And I should have had, like I said, you know, that's something that, that I regret because uh, um, I didn't take good care of, uh, you know, keeping my body in, in shape. And I started getting uh, uh, injury after injuries. Uh, technology, big part right now is a lot easier to, to deal with that. Um, I could go and now when I have a couple of months of just to to let that sink and then come back at the uh, at the uh, you know a few weeks before the the the, uh, the U.S. Open you know that's two months of I didn't have the the time when I, when I took the time off it was already too late for me because also the younger generation started cutting up with me and uh, and, uh, and uh, with the thirty and over generation and they they just came more powerful. Uh, uh, more des uh, decided to, you know, to, to take their spot. And that's when uh, guys like uh, Sampras, Agassi and, C and Courier came on uh, and they were very young age uh, uh, winners of the Grand Slams and they used to cover. And uh, it was a domination also that probably uh, only uh, only the uh, French Open stood aside, and that was the time when uh, when uh, a few guys won that event, like uh, like uh, Ruggera won it a couple of times, uh, Ferrero and Kafelnikov and uh, uh, and Albert Costa. So so that was a, that was a big difference. But Wimbledon, U.S. Open, and then Australia, it was dominated by them. Sure. Again, <clears throat> I've always, you know, crossing the time I requested. So a few more questions before I let you go. So let's come back to the current. Uh, Novak Djokovic, I think, according to many, including myself, is the second favorite. There was a lot of talk this year, uh, but Djokovic clearly made, you know, his goals that he's focusing on the majors. He's achieved everything in the sport. So, and, and he played a great final against Nadal in Rome. So is he is he the man who can, you know, uh, he's beaten Nadal before. It's not like he's a stranger to that. But is he the man who can lift the trophy, according to you? And uh, how do you measure his game coming to Roland Garros? He didn't look good in Monte Carlo and in his home country tournament in Belgrade, but uh, had a great week in Rome and had a chance to go up a break against Rafael Nadal in Rome final. So what have we learned about Djokovic's chances, according to well, you? Nadal says that he doesn't play for the tournaments, and 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 and, and that's not true. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, in this uh, in this weeks we've seen some uh, uh, footage of Nadal when he was twelve, and uh, and he's and, and if you compare it to uh, you know twenty two years later, he's still the same. <laughs> he's 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 buying. Uh, it's going to be history is going to be made in in in. Uh, in Roland Garros, no matter who wins, if Nadal wins it, he will be uh, uh, he will jump to twenty one tournaments and uh, he will he will make it uh, twenty one Grand Slams wins and, uh, and and I think he will uh, uh, shadow uh, Federer as the, as the best player, best ever. If, I mean, we again we're not talking about if who we like as as a, mm -hmm. as a person. We, I'm talking. Just uh, uh, and I'm going to talk just uh, accomplishments, and um, 
and 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 Federer, you know, he's in a, a situation that uh, that that he's he's gonna be always be uh, named as the, the best ever, and and Nadal, he's right there with him, and uh, and he probably he'll win twenty one, and 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 he'll be the one with the best accomplishment, but Djokovic. Uh, he knows that if he needs to be known as, as the very best ever, uh, he needs to be the best ever in every aspect of the game. He's got the most weeks have won. He's got the most weeks, uh, the most wins against um, Federer and against Nadal. And if he wins 21 ahead of them at one point, he'll know that 21 won't be enough. He needs to win at least 22, 23, 24 to, to, to then get the real the, the real attention of, of the whole world that he... Yeah, but that's not fair, right? Because uh, he should, if he gets 21. I, I, I know, right? but uh, but uh, but these days, you know, we, we have the, the technology, you have, uh, you know, uh, 300 million people following with tennis and uh, they got their, their own opinions and that's what it counts because if the, the regular, you know, we're talking a lot less, we go to, to we, we, we get to, to, to list uh, least amount of people. That's why I'm saying this, why? Because uh, Nadal has got the chance to go to 21. Or, or Djokovic got the, the chance to go to 19, and then Wimbledon will be like, uh, my guy, we're going to have three guys, you know, with a, with a chance to be uh, 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 with 20 tournaments. What what kind of uh, US Open we will get? And, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, so that, that, you know, even, uh, even after, you know, all these years and all these accomplishments that these guys had, we're going to have, a tournament with three guys, you know, with twenty tournaments on uh, on uh, twenty Grand Slams and, uh, and playing for one. That'd I mean, be crazy. Let's open the stadium, you know. Let let the people in because it's going to happen again. And uh, so, um, and the, and then if, if either Djokovic or uh, Nadal don't win the tournament, then then you have it, you know. Okay, uh, we have a uh, now we have two different guys uh, winning the last three tournaments and uh, there are not from the big three and that's gonna you know encourage the uh, the, the guys behind to, uh, to to do it and maybe we can close the we can close the book on the on the uh, big three so yeah. it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great tournament and it's gonna de- again it's gonna depend on the draw because think, uh... because Djokovic, and, and Nadal are going to be in the same, could be in the same half of the tournament, and uh, and and we know what 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 uh, Medvedev is talking about clay. So maybe um, he will he he if he if he's not liking it as much as he as he's saying it and showing it on the court. Uh, you stay aside and let the other guy take the number two spot, and then we can have a tournament where where it can where it can be really uh, fair. Mm. And, and uh, because if Djokovic and Nadal are in the same half, they could draw Sitsipas uh, or Zverev in the in the quarter, one of the two, and they can draw guys like uh, um, Chapovalo who should have beaten uh, Nadal in, uh, in uh, and I was impressed with his game. And, and he knows he's close. And, 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 and as Nadal is close, I'm uh, oh, sorry, as, uh, and, and as Chapo is, is close, then you have guys that are powerful enough to, 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 if not beat you, 
take you to the to the limit. Guys like Sinner, guys like uh, Berrettini, uh, uh, who else? We got Casper Ruud. Casper uh, uh, Ruud is a guy that is gonna. It could take you a, a lot. It could put you a lot of time on on on, on the court. Um, I don't know if he's gonna. If he's ready to beat Nadal or, or Djokovic, but he he might keep him on the court for a long time. But the other guys, not only you know that they they have the tools, they have the the, the serve. That, that I was talking the other day about guys like uh, uh, from before, guys like uh, Berdych or Songa or Milos or uh, uh, or Isner, you know, guys with with a big serve. That wanted to grind uh, ground strokes with these guys from the from the baseline. You know that that's not going to happen with a Sinner. That's not going to happen with a Berrettini. They're going to take their chances now. They needed. I don't know if you remember when we talked a few a few months ago. As I was telling you about the, how important it's going to be for the guys to go to the net to, to these big guys to go to the net and put the pressure on the on the, on the other guys. Uh, I've seen a lot of that from. Uh, from Berrettini, from uh, from uh, Chapovalo, from Sinner, um, I, I was impressed with uh, with Opelka last week, and uh, and and if you can get a guys like that, that that have a big serve and can run around the the, the their forehands to to beat the the, the uh, just beat the ball and and come in, you know, and, and and keep them passing them for five sets, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. It's going to be difficult. So it's a it's a, it's a different uh, different situations, and these guys, uh, you know, the draw is going to be a, more than ever. It's going to be a big part. Then you have the other guys like uh, uh, Karatsev or uh, or, uh, or Schwarzman or, uh, or or uh, sorry, Rublev, Andrei Rublev. You got Rublev. You got uh, you got uh, uh, Auger. And uh, and you get uh, you know you don't you don't want you don't play you know Pista or or Carvalho or uh, what's his name uh, uh, the Spanish guy the other guy Batista good Batista good and the other one um, uh, Alcaraz Carino Busta now well, I, I haven't even get to those uh, to those guys yet <laughs> that are that are you know hungry and 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 and. And, and, the, and that they can be a threat in the early rounds. Um, uh, it's not that good. Uh, I'm gonna remember the, the, the Spanish guy. The, the, he, he was a top ten. He made a semifinals or finals at the U.S. Open. Pablo Carreño Busta uh, or uh, Verdasco? Carreño Busta. Yeah. No, no, Carreño, Carreño, Carreño Busta. Uh, those, those guys. You don't want to see those guys, you know, in, in the round of 16s. Or uh, with the 32 32 seeds in the tournament, which I don't like, you don't you don't want to see them in the in the third round. That that kind of brings uh, me to a question uh, between you know uh, the information you just uh, you know passed on, the concept of a clay court specialist, right? Back in your day, you think is that a thing of the past? Because uh, in pretty soon we'll have Wimbledon. They use the grass court seeding, and not too long ago, a lot of clay court specialists would boycott Wimbledon would not happen a lot, but happened a couple of times. Right now, it still happens. People are not happy, but they still go ahead and play Wimbledon because they have a chance to win their few matches, right? 
So what, what happens to the term clay coach specialist? Is, can we just put it in the books and say, okay, no more specialists, all surface specialists? I'll say that I, uh, uh, for at least 15 years, there is no specialist. I mean, uh, uh, that's why Nadal is dominated uh, Roland Garros because he's the only, the only specialist. He's the only, he's the only player that plays like, uh, like uh, he was played before in the eighties, but with the power. And, 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 and now you don't, you, don't, you don't have those guys. You know, uh, um, before uh, you, don't, you, you didn't want to see a guy like, uh, like uh, Pepe Gueras or uh, Corrado Barasuti or Harold Solomon or Eddie Deeps that are going to keep, you know, hitting balls, hitting balls up, 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 up and stay there forever. Um, uh, now the, the, the balls got, you know, the balls bounce a lot the players are more powerful and, 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 and the rallies, you know, even if some of the points are, you know, you go, wow, 29, yes, 29, before it was like 75, say, you know, <laughs> long rallies, it's, it's different, you know. And now it's 29, you know, interchanges of pure power and, uh, and uh, you know, and, 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 and sometimes those points are ones that uh, make the difference to dictate what is going to happen the rest of the match. Okay, you know, go go head to head uh, or toe to toe with the uh, hitting ground strokes, you know, and he's going to be there. And then, yeah, you might you might win the rally, and then you have to do it again the next point, and the next point, and and, and then you feel that oh, oh that, wait a second, this is not the kind of game that I need to play. I need to uh, I need to to start going for my shots a little more. And that's what it's gonna what, what it's been happening. That's what I've been seeing more, you know, like in the guys like the ones I mentioned, like the the two Italians and uh, the Canadians, you know, they're kind of like uh, stepping up and, and, and taking the big shot uh, earlier instead of you know uh, just waiting for, uh, for 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 the right shot to go for it. And, uh, and that's, but it needs to be done because uh, Djokovic can be a wall on the back and, and, and you know, and you leave it a little bit short and he'll counterattack right away and, and get you a position. And uh, same with uh, Roger, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, he, he will stay with you and he will, you know, he will defend uh, uh, so good that, uh, that uh, you know, that it was hard for, for players to win points for them. And then whenever you, you had a, a little bit, uh, mistake, uh, they were all over the ball and taking the, the advantage and, uh, and, the, and the, the lead on the point. Hmm. Interesting. Again, and you mentioned, you know, the rallies back in the day would last 60, 70, 80 balls. And now it's uh, shortened because players can play off. No fun. <laughs> so, it was not fun. <laughs> yeah. So you think the defensive backhand slice, which Lendl and some of the champions in the past use a lot, it's still getting used. You think that shot's importance has changed on clay, or you think it's still as effective? I, I think I think guys like like Nadal and and, and Djokovic brought brought the, the the slice back to the game, or or uh, because they they needed they needed to have it. They, they also needed to have it. Um, whether the the, the players. And that's probably why uh, they they stay for so long because uh, the the players that most most improved uh, in the last ten years are probably uh, Nadal and, and, and Djokovic. Uh, 
you know, I've seen guys like uh, like Eastner, for example, you know, that you say you have this guy that is, you know, seven foot tall, you know, with a with a serve that uh, he hurt you, you know, like a, two out of fifty percent of the time he he he'll he'll get a winner of the serve, and then uh, and and they're content with being, you know, on the back of the court because they miss one or two volleys, and then and. Uh, Never got better at bowling, never. I mean, they still ball is horrible, especially Isner doesn't have a great volley when, when, when he's put to, to make volleys. And uh, you needed to get, uh, or they needed, the big players needed to get back to him. And uh, guys like, like Berragini, for example, is, is, is from the first time I saw him uh, when he reached the semis at the Open, uh, the, 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 Shot that he's improved the most, the most is the volley. Um, same thing, Chapovalov, uh, he's got so much power and so much um, uh, speed of his shots that he needs to, to, to get to the net and, and close because players are faster, uh, all players are faster now and, and they can get to a lot more in play. And, uh, and those guys, are, other guys are, you know, Starting to to go to the to the net a little more, and that's um, that's what's what is needed now. So Nadal and, and, and Djokovic also uh, uh, improve on their volleys, but uh, they put the uh, the slides on the on play, and, and first they use it to to kind of like get back into a point. Now they use it to, to change rhythms a lot, and and also to come into the net. So true. All right, so two more questions and we can uh, let you go. So you have a son who is trying to make it on the tour. Uh, Emilio, you know, he won a tournament in April in Ecuador. Uh, 29, uh, tennis has gotten older. Like I said, you know, champions would retire at 31, 32. And maybe players on the Challenger Tour would also retire because, you know, if you're trying to make it from that window to the main tour and results are not there financially to the motivation probably, you know, it becomes hard to continue. But with the success of Aslan Karatsev, who's going to be 28 this year. How inspiring is that story for guys like Emilio and the other players on the tour who are in the same age group and they get the belief, okay, I can do it too. When Emilio played that, uh, that uh, the, the qualis in, uh, in, Do in Doha, and when he came back or I talked to him on the phone, he says, uh, it's, uh, look, look, this guy, this guy came out of nowhere, it's in the, you know, and, and, Gets to the qualities and say, "Well, that guy's playing really well. He's he's changed. He's different, because obviously Emilio knew him from the from from many years and uh, from their probably the junior days. And uh, and uh, he's different. He's a different player now. But he's on. I don't know. Let's see. But but he's playing really well. And uh, because he dominated on the on the on the qualities and then go on and and, and get to the semis of." Uh, but the Grand Slam and then uh, done all, all that he's done, win tournaments, get to the finals, and, uh, you know, beat him, uh, the, 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 the guys in the, the top three and the top five. Um, you know, that's that's the proof. And, and, and the guys obviously gonna dwell on that. Uh, it's, it's the same um, uh, with with Schwarzman. Uh, you give hope to, to, to you know, to smaller guys that if uh, you can be strong as a bull, then you have the chance to uh, to, to succeed. And, and that's encouraging. And, and, and in tennis, being individuals for you need to uh, to feed in, in, in everything that is going to be positive. 
um, and that's what uh, what uh, we're trying to what, what Emilio is seeing, and we're hoping for him to uh, to see that it is taken in a in a in a, in a different in a new coach now. He's working with a uh, uh, Andres Snyder. They work with uh, Mariano Puertas, Garin uh, with Rondero. It's, it's going to see. He's uh, working with him and uh, and with Raúl Viver, the Davis Cup captain. And we're trying to see to put see if we can put together a year that uh, that uh, where you can win. Uh, because sometimes you only away from uh, letting uh, blooming into a into a different player. Uh, to uh, a guy like uh, like uh, Chapo Alof uh, can can be uh, can be a uh, uh, different player in the next two weeks in uh, in Roland Garros because he's faced the competition to uh, to uh, let him know that, well I'm close and uh, if I can do this maybe I can do it in, in two weeks um, and that that gives you hope and you, you try to get it from from everything you know? you you're trying to play and uh, you you get good wins and then you you run into different players, mentalities are different. So, so it's uh, well, let, let's hope for Emilio to, he's playing the qualis uh, next week. Uh, you know, that will be the start. And, uh, you know, after a loss always comes a new start and you need, you need, you need to, you know, put the, the losses behind and get to the ne next tournament and, and work hard and see what can happen. Oh, that's, a, that's a great way to look at things after losses, a new start. All right, so let's wrap this up. Everybody has been giving their, you know, Marty Fish gave his ranking best five clay court players of all time. So let me make this, uh, you know, let's take Nadal out of the equation, the greatest ever in clay. Who are the other five great players in clay if you want to make a list from guys you have seen or played against or guys from today, if you have to pick five? I know it's a short list. Leave Nadal out. Who are the next five? Um, um, Borg and Lendl. Um, on clay, Guga. Uh, Djokovic, and then uh, you probably have uh, all over. I mean, we're not talking about just winning Grand Slams. I mean, just great, just players that you know. It's it's uh, the number five on. Uh, uh, although he won two clay courts, uh, uh, Villas. I think that runs my my uh, from the ones from the ones I played. I'm seeing because I, you know yeah. before that before before Borg. Uh, I never saw, uh, never saw uh, Labor or Roswell or those guys. Never saw them in the prime. So, yeah, that's fair uh, enough. The guys you have seen. So it yeah. will be, uh, it will be, it will be, it will be Nadal, Borg, uh, Lendl, Djokovic, uh, Vilas, Vilas, Guga. Okay, Guga. That's a good uh, list. Yeah, you can't leave Guga out. You know, on clay, you know, on, on clay, you cannot leave Google out. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's 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 tough because uh, he not only won the tournament but dominated the tournament, some of the tournaments. Uh, um, and, and 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 it was a different situation with him that uh, he didn't win many tournaments besides uh, besides the French and and, and the one or three times. I mean, and I'm talking about the other tournaments. Uh, he, uh, the master meal, he didn't want many because he, he had, you know, some great players around him, like, uh, like Cody and Gaudio and, uh, uh, the, you know, Muster and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and it was, a, it was a great group of players and, uh, 
and and sometimes uh, Guga kind of like uh, got to got to Paris and uh, it was like a different player, a whole different player for uh, for two weeks and uh, and uh, that's why he was so great to to, to, to the, get the uh, chemical part that he had with uh, with the French and uh, and playing there and uh, you know and he played it. He, he got more support than the French players. So. Uh, uh, because his kind of was international. It was for him to uh, to, to play like Davis Cup at home. So. <laughs> and uh, Guillermo, you cannot leave Guillermo out because Guillermo won uh, won the uh, uh, won the French and won the U.S. Open when he was played on clay too. And he won plus I don't know forty more tournaments on on, on play. And uh, right. yeah, that's uh, quite the list. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of this conversation. Requested half an hour. We I think closing in an hour. Thank you again for joining the podcast. We should do this again. And all the best for Emilio. Hopefully we see him in the main draw. Well, thank you.